Welcome to Alphabet Flight's Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where we go through official handbook the Marvel Universe. With the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, um, and with me today is someone who can create an armor around them, uh, but one of them happens to be, I give you mythicilioma. It's, uh, space. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Not again! <laughs> no! There's no escape! My legs are just gonna turn into liquid. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about uh, armor and a bestos man. <laughs> Wow, that is quite that is quite the duo. Yeah. Jeez. So, <laughs> so um first let's talk about the one that won't give themselves cancer. Um, armor. Armor. So, do you know what do you know anything about armor? Armor is is she a mutant? Yep. She's a mutant, right? Yeah. She can make like a uh it's kind of like a like almost like psi force field around her in the shape of some it's always some really rad looking armor like yeah. and you, it's kind of see-through like you can see her inside of it basically yeah, it's, it's like she's piloting a mecha almost yeah it's real good yeah uh, i like it a lot um yeah i love armor yeah uh, sh- so her name is asako Oh, sorry. I lost an eye there for a moment. Oh, you need Aichiki. those. Aichiki. Uh, so, Saka Aichiki. Uh, no other alias. Uh, her identity is known to the authorities. She's an adventurer and a student. Uh, she was born in the U.S. We don't know. I mean, sorry. She was. Uh, she has a U.S. Uh, citizenship. We don't know where she was born uh, at this point in time. Um, it's yeah. Uh, she has unidentified ancestors for her, uh, relatives. Oh. Her group affiliation is X-Men, formerly Xavier Institute student body. Um, education is various courses at Xavier Institute for Higher Learning, Winchester, New York. And, um, she was created by, uh, John Cassaday and Josh Whedon, unfortunately. Uh... This was during his Astonishing X-Men run. Um, and yes, so she, yeah, she first appeared and uh, let me get this real quick. Yeah, she first appeared in Astonishing X-Men issue number four in October 2004, Gifted Part Four. Ooh. So showed up pretty early in the Astonishing X-Men run. Um, so. Uh, the cover is, uh, this would be when Beast was more cat-like. Uh, I hate this era. Um, I don't like cat Beast. It's not good. He's kind of a jerk during this period, isn't he, too? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he was always kind of a jerk, but, like, especially. Well, okay, no, he wasn't, okay, the thing is, he wasn't always a jerk. It was kind of, uh, it was kind of Grant Morrison who made him a jerk. Um, Uh, but... Uh, but also at the same time, like, I don't know, no loss on my end. I never really liked Beast that much in the first place. Uh, <laughs> so, but 
Um, I know a lot of people do like it when he was like, oh, my stars and garters and stuff and how to war criminal. But at the same time, <laughs> I think he's a more I think he's more uh, dynamic of a character right oh. now. So, um, but but yeah, but you have you have Beast and he's holding a broken framed uh, photo of him when he was a teen and not a blue furry uh, mutant. And we was just we just had big feet and hands. Yeah, he could so. do all sorts of acrobatic stuff. Yeah, with his big feet. And hands. And hands. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so she was in, uh, so Hisako, uh, was a, a, a ambitious young, a mutant enrolled in Xavier Institute, aspiring to join the X Men. When the alien ore depowered uh, Ichiki's uh, friend and classmate, Eddie, codenamed Wing, uh, she saved Wing's life. However, Ling, a uh, Wing, later committed suicide and uh, the X-Men sentient danger room. Uh, this act liberated the uh, room sentience from its programming. And Aww. after, after she found wings body, uh, the room like just terrorized the students and teachers and the teacher, Kitty pride um, using horrific holograms. Uh, when the uh, Scarlet witch depowered most of the mutants on M day, uh, she was among the few mutants who retained her powers. Uh, she participated in a battle royale with uh, royal with fellow students to determine who would join the new X Men class, but failed to be chosen. Uh, nonetheless, she did remain with the institute and was among the students uh, menaced by Belasco, who was the person who uh, trained magic in her powers, uh, magic powers. Hisako. Uh, Help the new mutant, uh, new X Men, Kitty Pride, Coloss- and Colossus uh, battle Exodus's uh, acolytes, uh, clashing with the similarly powered uh, Unisconi. Unisconi. Um, <laughs> Unisconi. <laughs> uh, later, she uh, saved a fellow student blindfold from a feral beast, and then opposed uh, both uh, Ord and the danger in danger alongside Wolverine. When the Wolverine. I'm sorry, when uh, the X-Men, Ord, Danger, and Hisako was abducted by S.W.O.R.D. agent and taken to the Ord's uh, homeworld, break world, to oppose their intended destruction of Earth, uh, Hisako crash-landed on the planet alongside with Wolverine, who appointed her a member of the X-Men. Uh, taking the codename Armor, uh, she helped the X-Men save the Earth. And after returning home, Hisako j- joined the new X-Men attack on the Purifiers, encountering Lady Deathstrike and her Reavers. Um, she was one of the many uh, people who Wolverine adopts and trains. Um, <gasps> yeah! So. Yeah! Yeah. One of his, uh, so, one of his uh, many daughters. Yeah, he's, he has a lot of daughters. I'm hoping Gwenpool becomes one of his daughters, because that's what it seemed that the, the last Gwenpool uh solo was <gasps> about but it's not yet not yet um she she basically made herself into a rally warping mutant instead of what she is <laughs> so oh uh yeah i thought that they would be that she would become adopted by uh wolverine but like she hasn't really showed up in the comics for a couple of years so um but yeah, so basically she can make a psionic exos- exoskeleton around her whole body by drawing strengths from the line of her ancestors. That feels racist, Joss. Yeah. Um, huh. Why can't it be from, I don't know, 
her powers. Um, wow. The, exos- the exoskeleton enhances her uh, strength and durability, but she can only maintain it for short periods of time, um, lest the effect like leaves her drained. And, and in situations of extreme emotional distress, she can significantly enhance her exoskeleton size, strength, durability, but she can only do it so long before it renders her unconscious. Uh, that She's better at it now. Like she's just better at it now. Yeah, because she yeah. was a child when this was written. Yeah, so. she's a little baby. Yeah. Uh, now let's let's talk about the star of the show, Bestos Man. Here, uh, <laughs> is <laughs> uh, oh boy. So, uh, Professor Orson Kasloff is his name, and let me. Uh, he was created by who created him? Let me get the first thing. He was created by Ernie Hart. And well, actually, nope. Let me see who did the yeah. Uh, oh, it's so fun. Let me see. This was in the era where they weren't really attributing people correctly. Sorry, <laughs> I went to look him up. <laughs> like the second picture on Google's very good. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he has uh, no aliases. He's, his identity is known to the uh, authorities. He is a criminal, uh, criminal record. I mean, he's a criminal, uh, but formerly analytical chemist. He has a criminal record in the U.S. He was born in Maryland, uh, in Columbia, Maryland. No relatives, uh, no group affiliations. Has a Ph.D. in analytical chemistry and first showed up in strange tales one 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 dang in uh august 1963 um and this has multiple titles so fighting to the death with the bestest man beware the machine face to face with the magic of baron mordo and this would have been the second appearance of uh uh stephen strange oh cool so uh there's also uh, fun little segment here. Uh, cover piece theater. Cover piece theater. Okay, to set the scene, what we have is a um, we have a bestest man uh being real menacing. Uh, yeah. And the Human Torch is just like ah ah. And by the way, this is uh Johnny Storm. Uh, ah, Human Torch. I thought Jim he Hammond. looked like a child. <laughs> And not yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, this is Johnny. Yeah, this is Johnny Storm. He would still be a teenager at this point. Yeah. Um, but a bestest man uh, has an arrow pointing towards him. It says, how can the human torch defend himself against a bestest man? And uh, there's a little cover copy that says Marvel Comics Group ushers in the Marvel age of comics. And they're actually right on that one. Um, but what is uh, what is little teen Johnny saying here? <laughs> My flames don't don't affect the asbestos man. Looks like curtains for my favorite teenager, namely me, Johnny so, Storm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, unfortunately, this was before he died, so we don't get his death in this one. Wait, Johnny but Storm or get... or asbestos? No, no, asbestos man, man. asbestos okay. man. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he. This was before he died because he died in uh, fear itself. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Actually, no, he didn't die. He didn't die in this one. Um, no one wanted. Okay, no one wanted to touch him because they didn't want to get methylioma based off of his suit. <laughs> uh, well, here, let me send you the second picture that comes up on the Google search because I'm guessing this is recent. Okay, come on. It's <laughs> 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 so good, <laughs> asbestos man, the man of asbestos. Please ignore my oxygen shake. I am a cancer survivor. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's the same. It's like the it's the exact same outfit too. Look at that. Yeah, let me see. Because uh, that that's the that's the thing, and uh, that has to be fear itself. Yeah, that's. Oh, we also showed up in um, the uh, Hickman, the Hickman uh, Fantastic Four, I think. No, it was was it Hickman who was writing this one? one moment. No, it wasn't Hickman writing. This was uh that was the run before. This was the James Robinson one. But it's a, still a good one. It's the red and black uh, era of uh, suit of the fantastic suits. Fantastic four suit. But but yeah, so that has to be recent. Um but that oh, so that is from Fear itself. Okay, yeah, th- that's what I was thinking cuz that <laughs> that uh, based off the artwork, um, but uh, but yeah, so he was one of the world's foremost analytical chemists. I know, um, damn, and, he is educated. Yeah, and he he resented that someone with a scientific ability was able unable to get a bunch of wealth, dude. That you should know how to get wealth in this society. Yeah, it's 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 make sure that you step on the throats of the people below you. Yeah, everybody knows. Um, now everyone knows it. Um, so he embarked on a life of crime, <clears throat> uh, using his, uh, invention such as a steel melting liquid solvent or electronic, uh, electronic magnet capable of opening up. You can, don't have electronic magnet. You can just use a regular one for that. What? Yeah. But whatever. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Uh, so Kasloff was set off like an alarm and nearly escaped police, but then he realized that he would. He needed an experienced criminal's help to pull off his heist. So Kozlov uh, concluded <laughs> that he would. Turns out, science scientist does not have a uh, criminal experience. <laughs> yeah, he realized he, uh, but but then he concluded that he can earn the underworld's res- uh, respect if he defeated uh, the Human Torch or Johnny Storm. So he like developed a suit, a flame resistant super bestos. And summoned the torch to his castle just outside of New York City. And because he had all that super abestos, um, you know, it was he was having a hard time with it. And then he trapped uh but Abestos then trapped the the human torch within his moat, gloating that he could defeat the hero again at any time. And then he, you know, showed off and announced his victory to the public. Then he earned a uh Partner with the crime, he then partnered with the crime boss Blackie Barker uh, gang, a supplying technology to facilitate bank robberies and whatnot. Uh, confronting Kozlov anew, the Human Torch melted the still hammer, I mean, still uh, handle to his net, rendering it useless. And then he uses flames to do a thing that the Human Torch uh, should do more often consume all of the room's oxygen. And then he surrendered, confessed, oh. and yeah, so basically, it's just like I'm gonna, you're gonna 
suffocate. Jeez, that's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, also, he gets cancer. <sighs> he does indeed. He does. He yep. does. He does indeed. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Basically, he showed up. He showed up. I think I want to say three times. Yeah, he shows up three times. Um, and he fought Team Johnny Storm. Showed up in Fear itself as basically a background character. And then showed up in the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Just had like a really sad cameo in Fear Itself, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He um, showed up. He was like, I want to do crime. And the Great Lakes Avengers were like, please don't. You look so we're fragile. Not gonna, we're not going to. You're a gonna, cancer survivor and you're wearing a best of. I'm not going to touch you. Yeah, Just they leave. were basically like, you're on oxygen. You're in a toxic. Please leave. <laughs> So um he's five nine, weighs one sixty, but uh two ten in the best of suit. Uh luckily, you know, it's a nice fifty pounds on him. Uh damn. Uh he has brown eyes and then white hair. Uh he wears a suit. He wore a suit and carried a shield that were composed of super obestos made from his exclusive formula of chrysosoltile <laughs> calcium and iron and iron. Um and of course, to protect him from frame attacks, and was thick enough to be bulletproof. Oh. He also used a net uh, fashioned from skin-covered nitrogen char- or strands, which could catch fireballs and hurl them back with explosive Ooh. force. Uh, he also wore something akin to a gas mask, but he has no internal oxygen supply. Yeah. Well, he does now! Oh, no, he has external. <laughs> external. It's external. <laughs> it's external. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So do you think he was uh uh inspired by a bestest lady? Oh one he probably saw her and he's like, I could do one better. I can make super asbestos. I bet they I were sh- in like the same cancers like mesothelioma <laughs> support group. Yeah, because yeah, she fought the original human torch. Yeah, like I don't so. he he probably thought like like, I, I could do it better. I wonder if, like, they talked. Like, he was like, what was it like fighting the Human Torch? She's like, well, it was different because he was an android when I fought him. Now he's a also, teenage boy. He's a teenage boy who has a very scary sister. <sighs> of- Absolutely terrible. Yeah, fight Johnny Storm. Do not fight his sister. <laughs> if she shows yeah, up, I- just leave. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Yeah, this dude, you know, he did yeah. he did the thing. Yeah, he sure did. He sure tried. He he sure saw a goal and he went for it. <laughs> and I mean, got cancer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um so um yeah, let's do let's do uh trivia. Hey, did you did you remember anything I just told you about? Okay. What was the name of the mutant that has similar powers to armor. Oh, uh, uh, I don't remember. It's uh, Eunice the Untouchable or Eunice <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I kept thinking Glob Herman for some reason. Nope. I was like, see through big, big, uh, big. Not even psionic. He's I made know, of he's, wax, he, basically. He's just, he's just a wiggly boy. 
He's uh, just a jiggly boy. So, um, what what was the name of the uh, of the crime boss that uh, a bestos man teamed up with? Uh, wasn't it something Kosovo? Not was that his name? <laughs> okay. And his name is Kozlov. Kozlov. That's it. No, I don't remember who the guy who he went to where he's like, turns out not very good at crime. Can you please teach me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, yep. It's uh, a Blackie Barker. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, yeah. Can you do the plug for the thing? Yes, you should totally go check out the other podcast that Art and I do. It is called Over Innsmouth. It's where we read the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft. We do commentary. We also, like, we make fun of H.P. for being a big nerd a lot. It's because he was. Uh, We also will release an audiobook version of all the stories we read. Uh, I mean, so long as they're not racist or boring. Which, some of them are both. Yeah, some of them are just boring. Some of them are just boring. Some of them are racist. Some of them are both. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.